Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. Well, our next guest is simply the best too, Brett Sundaresan and for Tire Power. Great race sale now on. Get into your local independently owned Tire Power today. He's in India. He's covering all the Australian games. And I believe he's just been to the Andrew McDonald Press of the Australian coach. Brad, how are you? Oh, I'm doing very well, guys. Uh, I'm in the my ancestral land, though I hail from Mumbai. My... Uh, parents originally hailed from Chennai. So, yeah, I claim to know the, the, the language that they speak here, but nobody here accepts me as one of their <laughs> own. Well, nothing new for me. <laughs> um, Dan, I know Dan Menzel, he's very looking forward to the World Cup. We all are here at SEN, but you went to the Andrew McDonald Press and Australia's last couple of games have been quite good, perhaps a bit patchy early and in South Africa. What do you mm. make of the presser? I uh, know. I mean, a couple of uh, standout points there, and I've been sticking my neck out and saying I don't think uh, Australia can go in without Manus Labuschagne, and that's exactly what was confirmed. Andrew McDonald said the same. So, uh, what we will see is Manus batting in the top four, more or likelihood at number four, uh, and he just, uh, you know, is, is a different player. Like uh, the coach said, he's come back. He was asked. Uh, there was a certain things asked of him to bat at a certain tempo, and you know he's come back an improved player, and we've seen it already in the last few games he's played for Australia. So that's uh, uh, he, he's he's a lock in. Marcus Stoinis, though, question marks over him. Uh, apparently, had a hamstring issue uh, after the second ODI against India, which is why we haven't seen much of him since. Um, so it, it, in all likelihood, it looks like it could well be Cameron Green who plays ahead of Stoinis and uh, Manus in the top four. So, Barat, on that then, it sounds like Mitch Marsh and Warner will open with Steve Smith and then yeah. Marnus coming in after that. that. Is that correct? That's very much uh, uh, the case. Uh, and Mitch Marsh has settled in nicely at the top of the order in the absence of uh, our very own Travis Head. So, um, no, I think it's, it's shaping up well, this Australian side. And, you know, the rest of it kind of selects itself. You would think Alex Carey, Glenn Maxwell... Uh, in, in the lower middle order, uh, followed by the three big fast bowlers and Adam Zampa. Cameron Green's been disappointing, but he did make a half-centre in his, his last bat. They'd, mm. they'd love him to fire up Rap, wouldn't they? Because he's such a, he can bowl his you know, eight to ten overs. He's a brilliant fielder, yeah. but he needs to get that batting going. He does. And, you know, you can't discount the fact that for the first time in his life, forget his career, he's been away from home for so long. What, he slept in his own bed <laughs> in Perth for the last 13 times or 14 times in the yeah. last nine months, which is crazy when it's crazy ask of anyone, uh, save a, a young 23, 24-year-old who's just breaking into cricket or high-profile cricket anyway. But, um, you know, he, like he proved in the IPL last year, he started slow, but when he really came into his own, he uh, really tore the house down. Uh, so, you know, in a way, maybe uh, you'd think if Stoinis wasn't there wasn't an injury cloud around him he would have played ahead of Cameron Green but this could well be the blessing in disguise that Australia need to bring out the best in Cameron Green. So Barat I want to ask about India so Australia takes on India in their first game which is Sunday in India it's Sunday night here in Adelaide at seven o'clock the last Hmm. three winners of the World Cup have been the host so India back in 2011 Australia in 2015 and England obviously four years ago the pressure in India, the expectation, what is it like at the moment over there? It, look, it's, it is a huge challenge. And uh, the one difference between India winning in 2011 and now is firstly the length of the tournament where suddenly you're playing nine matches. Uh, mm. And no, it's not just what happens on the field, right? Especially when you're an Indian team. 
you I remember speaking to MS Dhoni about it when he was captain and is wherever you go I mean whether it's the housekeeping staff or like you know the 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 person serving you food everyone has just one thing to say to you win us the world cup and there is a lot of pressure uh, that comes with it and like you speak to family they say the same thing so i remember the indian team at that point they said you know we're not avoid we're going to avoid speaking to anyone beyond our immediate family because there's just so much external noise around it so it's not just going to be the nine teams that india face and then the semi finals and the finals if they are to win the world cup again it's about somehow enduring like this whole 1.4 billion people having this want of you um and then still doing your best on the field and winning so it's not going to be as straightforward as them being the home team so them having a significant advantage and also it's india so pretty much every other team has a lot of experience playing in these conditions so many ipl players will be on show in this tournament as well so it's no longer foreign territory for a lot of them so just on those conditions then india in the test games the test matches that australia has played very much a spin friendly wicket similar in the mm. ipl is it is it going to be the same for this world cup or is it maybe going a little bit back in terms of the pace bowlers uh, factors no i mean uh, that's the beauty of this world cup as well because everything is so different as you travel around india uh, and like you know there's always this uh, this hype around there being turning pitches and there will be a few uh, but you know you uh, a lot of pitches have been relayed the one in lucknow where australia are going to play two back to back games um, it has turned in the past but we don't know how it's going to play because it's a relayed wicket uh, whereas like say the eden gardens pitch in the last few years has become pacier and bouncier than ever before uh, dharamsala there'll be a few day games australia play new zealand in a day game so the fast bowlers will come into play uh, as you travel north so it will be a, a lovely mix uh, you know, the first game in chennai down south you would think yes there will be a, a lot in it for the spinners but also don't forget this is uh, very early on in the cricket season in india hardly any cricket has been played yeah. in the last few months which is rare in an indian cricket so comparing them to the pitches you see in the ipl which is played at the back end of the season um is is fraught with danger so i think not just because it's one day cricket they just overall with the conditions as well there is a lot of novelty that there is going into it so uh, expect a few surprises Barat um, cricket, I think we've got to thank England for the T20, the 50 over, even the test cricket. We used to think of English players as stodgy, go back to the days of Colin Cowdery and Edrich and all these boycott, mm. the battle day. <laughs> but they really are the leaders, aren't they? The way they, they've taken on T20, uh, the 50 over and test cricket, it's been amazing. Yeah. Now the big scores and, you know, 7, 8, 10 and overs, just regular. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's start off by saying we don't. Let's not thank England for anything. Uh, that's just my starting <laughs> cool. point. But, uh. <laughs> but no, you're right though. I mean, they 50 over cricket alive after 2015 being bundled out in Adelaide the way they were, um, and at a time when one day cricket was already beginning to be tested in terms of its relevance, the way they transformed that format is what, in my opinion, kept it alive, and which is why I've always felt that. Uh, whether it was through boundary boundary count or whatever, <laughs> they deserve to win the last World Cup in that sense. Uh, and you're right. I mean, they they did it the same with T20 cricket, and they deservedly won the T20 World Cup. And well, with baseball, uh, I still sit on the side of uh, the way Australia play cricket. I, I'm, I'm I, I, I was there for the Ashes, and I'm not completely sold on it. But you're right. I mean, um, uh, England uh, are one of the favourites as a reason for as a result. Going into this tournament, alongside say India or even in Australia, where's the weakness for Australia? Um, 
they can adapt to pitches. Got some powerful mm. batting. Um, is it more in the bowling? You think it would be where they struggle, and perhaps a couple of uh, lead spinners, depending on what wickets they serve up. Um, look, I think the death overs is going to be a challenge. Uh, you, yes, you know you have stark middle stark bowling in the death, so that's that's all right. But then, uh, uh, but you'll also have like uh, you know uh, Pat Cummins uh, who and a lot of others who haven't played a lot of 50-over cricket in recent times. So that's going to be a challenge. But for me, I think it's that middle order. That's the number five and number six. Alex Carey has not looked the same uh, in, in a while, so he hasn't been as consistent as, as mm. usual. Uh, and mm. um, uh, and again, Stoinis slash Green. Uh, the, the fact that they've kind of blown hot and cold with the bats. If they fire, Australia are going to go very, very deep in this tournament because everything else looks solid at the moment. So, Barat, I want to know who you think will win the tournament. Um, my selection at the start of the show, I mentioned India, and I just think with the likes of Boomer back in some good form, but you've got Rohit Sharma, Kohli. Uh, I imagine Shuman Gill will be there. There's there's so many yep. in that team that um, are going to be hard to contain. Do you think that even with that pressure, are they your pick to win it? Um, I, I mean, on paper, yeah, you would think it has to be them or England. But I have a surprise pick Ooh. to everyone else. And it's a very sentimental pick. I mean, I generally go West Indies for everything, but they're not there for a change. <laughs> but I just get a feeling where their one-day cricket is right now and where their their cricket is right now. I just want South Africa to win this World uh. Cup because, you know, I don't know whether they'll ever get to play this format at this level again. Just the way... South African cricket's going, franchise cricket taking over, and, you know, the whole history of South Africa and these 50-0 World Cups. If this is to be the last 50-0 World Cup, just give them the World Cup. Let the world be a better place. Let's all just be happy in our hearts. But that's my only pick. But that's my sentimental pick. But, yeah, I do think it could come down to India and England, uh, logically speaking. But, again, like I said, don't rule Australia out. If they just find a way to get into the semi-final and they get Travis head fit, uh, look out. Uh, it could well be that uh, sixth World Cup trophy is uh, up for grabs. You're right. You just have to make it into the final four, the semifinals, and you're every shot and every chance at it. I like the South Africa call that um, they did beat Australia 3-2 in the recent series. So there is a bit of form yeah, there. Yeah. Is that um, exactly. just some really good form from South Africa or maybe some concerns for the Australians? Uh, no, a bit of both. I think, um, you know, you spoke about the heavy hitters that India have and England have and even Australia have. Uh, but like we saw in that series, um, they have some, like Quinton Dickock has, you know, this is his swan song, this is his finale. So he would want to go out on a high in international cricket. Similarly, Heinrich Klassen, who's nobody, not many people are talking up, unless those who follow cricket very closely. But they have a pretty solid bowling lineup as well in Maharaj and Shamsi and the big fast bowlers. So, I do think there is a lot more in the South African side than people are giving them credit for. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, but again, it'll, it'll be a question of whether they can go really deep. And if they do, you know, with that bowling attack on a good day, who knows? Uh, so, uh, no, I think it's such an open World Cup, and that's why it's going to be such an exciting time. And I'm just privileged to be in India for it. Just in closing, Barat, England, New Zealand, kick it off. I mean, what, what a game, mouthwatering mm-hmm. game that is. And, uh, Probably England start a slight favourite, but uh, it's great to have the the previous finalists playing off in the first game. Oh, yeah. always a good start to any sporting event, right? When you get that, the, the repeat of the last final. 
and, and look, uh, I'm a huge wrestling guy, and this has all the makings of proper wrestling blow-off game, right? The the good guys, New Zealand against the bad guys, <laughs> the heroes, England, for trying to redeem themselves after what happened last time around at Lord. So I think it worked out perfectly. Uh, it, but yeah, I my prediction is for New Zealand to kind of uh, upset the apple cart right away, right at the start of the tournament. Oh, we'd love to see that. Last one from me, Barat, before we let you go, is player of the tournament. You said either India or South Africa to potentially win it. Who do you think will be the player of the tournament? Oof, oh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just, like, regardless of who wins, uh, I think we're just in the era of Mitchell Marsh. Mitchell Marsh is going to be the player of the tournament, Huge regardless one. of whether Australia win the title or they do get go deep in it. Yeah, I reckon I'll go Shubham Gill, and I reckon Harry Brooks not. Mm. Harry Brook can uh, hit him a fair yeah. way too, Barat. <laughs> oh, very much so, and it's good that he's back in the side. Uh, uh, like, you know, a few guys who you didn't expect playing in the World Cup just a few weeks ago, Arashwin another one, Manaslabushin another one. So it's good to see the best in the business actually being a part of the biggest event in world cricket. Well, Dan and I are very envious. We'd love to be with you. Uh, keep up the good work and we'll keep up to date right throughout the tournament with you. Thanks for your time once again. Anytime, guys. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank Brett. you, Bharat. Enjoy. Bharat Sundaresan there over in India covering the Australian team too for Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store and online. So you're going India, you're quite quietly confident there? Yeah, I I am. I just think that their spinners over there, they've got the firepower. I mean, up top, Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill, Virat oh. Kohli. Um, it is elite, but also Jasper Bumrah is back in some really good form, and he is he is arguably the best bowler in the world when he's up and firing. But again, we mentioned uh, or Barat did about Ashwin Jadeja. I just think they've got a lot of bases covered. I think Gill's their best bat since Tendulkar, and even a young Ricky Ponting. When you look at kids coming in, hey, his bat looks. Uh, they should test his bat. It looks twice the normal it's size. It's huge. It's always straight, isn't it? It is, and he, and he is going to burst onto the scenes, whether it's in this or in the coming years. But interesting the Barat said Mitch Marsh. I think if Mitch Marsh is the player of the tournament, Australia basically well, wins win. it. Yeah, because we know how powerful he is at the top of the order. So he needs to get going for us to have a really successful tournament, but it's about to kick off. So England versus New Zealand about to start. And who do you tipping there? Uh, I think the firepower of England is hard to tip against them. I'm with you. Beaumont Tiles are giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12th in with a chance T's and C's apply. Hey, that's it for us, Dan. Tomorrow night we're at Angle Park. They've got the yes. Adelaide Cup. Adelaide Cup. Looking forward to it. It'll be good. And we'll be speaking to a lot of people, I think including trainers down there. Big night if you're thinking of doing something. Get down to Angle Park. The Greyhounds, you meet Toddy Gray. You meet Dan Mounds. You meet a host of stars down there. And I'll see you tomorrow night between 6 and 7. Bye for now. See you down there tomorrow night.